Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Week three is here. We finally have... The superstar offenses, superstar quarterbacks, all the high-powered players, superstar wide receivers, lots of fun players to draft in week three drafts. So, of course, back with me again, Nez and Shane, my resident battle royale experts. We're going to hop in a few drafts, talk through the week three slate, and uh, see if we can't find the the $50,000 winner on Underdog. All right, guys, it's week three. It feels, I don't know how you, how you guys feel about this. It feels like it's both simultaneously the season started yesterday and also like it's been like 10, 10 weeks or something like that. Maybe it's just because my Twitter timeline is so flooded with, you know, we've our Kyle Pitts, he should just retire is um <laughs> what I've, is, is what, is what I've learned. If you drafted Trey Lance, this was bound to happen. You're a moron. Um, and, and, you know, still running backs are a thing apparently, even though every wide receiver early is just scoring like 40 points a week, the people can't give up their running back. So I'm, I'm both still, still very excited for the rest of the season and mentally exhausted from, from the first couple. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, we are, we are, it's a gift and a curse with all of the data <laughs> and info that we're exposed to. Like, I love it. I love knowing all this stuff, but yeah, it just, it, it, it it's, it, I'm I'm not fatigued in, in a way that I don't want to continue on, but it does it is like it we're we're in it, baby. We're in the trenches it, for for sure. <laughs> to me, it's like I I think I've I now understand what it was like to be these people a couple years ago because before like I, I'm just like I was the cat I, I I was this casual person that would overreact after one or two games, and now I'm sitting oh. here like wow. I wasted a lot of energy doing that. And now I'm just going on Twitter watching the cesspool of Twitter. And it's just, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Um, 
I, I saw the funniest thread today. Um, shout out uh, Snake uh, Snake Wells in the Discord about that uh, that that RB truther. And man, I I started to go on like just on Reddit and all that, and it's it's out there. And people Ooh, are still people are still talking. <laughs> I mean, he's talking all oh, my RB four is better than your RB two, and he's just and it's just hilarious. So oh uh, yeah, I, it's been it's been fantastic. It's a fantastic read. It's like just comedy at your fingertips all the time. I, I got to stay I in season. I got to like really tone down my tw- off season is like, it's, it's bad, but it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're all just shit posting and actually a little bit of good conversation comes about <laughs> during, during the season. It is just overreaction city and people posting snap shares that I can go fucking look up myself on pro football <laughs> reference. Like I appreciate the people. I, I really, I mean, I, I, I appreciate people are doing the Lord's work. I understand all that, but it's like, that's all the, the feed is right. It's like usage mm-hmm. stats that are on a website, probably a free one, not always, but probably a free one that someone's regurgitating. And then people saying, whoever sucked in week two, that guy's dead, right? It's over. It's over for these guys that, that like Kyle Pitts that suck. And the people who have smashed are like, we won. It's over. If you, if you yeah. drafted, if you drafted um, Tyreek, you're the best fantasy football player of all time. If you drafted Kyle Pitts, you're, you're a donkey. <clears throat> Yeah. Yep, that's how it is, and the, and that is extremely evident in these drafts where the markets are oh, very yeah. volatile, and it's yeah. very much what have you done for me lately, and we see that here, like it, it's the perfect example of it in these underdog drafts where everyone is so gravitated towards recency bias, and that for us is a huge edge. Love yeah, that. Too. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm pulling I up the rankings. That that have the ADP as we kind of talk through this. So that, you know, you can, we can see some specific examples in real time of kind of how crazy it is. Yeah. I, I talked on that uh, on our show earlier today, and I, I believe I touched on it last week on our week two show that the, like th- these people, if you just scroll down to even the twenties, 25, like even once you get to like, kind of like that 30 range, all of these people are going in every single draft. And it's like, I use this. It's like in DFS, if, if they told you you're sitting here and they're, they're in every single draft and like in one of six lineups um, or in every single draft, like these people are going to be going, your immediate thought would be like, okay, well, I'm going to leverage that with playing the guys that aren't being drafted. You know what I mean? Like T Higgins versus Jamar Chase or versus Jamar Chase right now should not be that drastic. It was the same week or, t- or same thing last week with uh, Waddle and, and uh, Hill. Like it should not, be, it should have been that big of a discrepancy between the two. Yet one is always being drafted, and one is just kind of an afterthought. And that it's especially evident this week with all the options that we have, and then the overreactions. Like people are overreacting, following ADP, and it's just it's it's just the same drafts over again. It's like what what different little combo can I get here? And I've just I've been straying away from ADP and just playing a totally different yep. game so far this yeah. week. Yeah, I I think. Two, two things. One, um, Hope hits it on the head. This week, uh, in comparison to last week especially, um, if you got – especially I, I, I want to do one of the 12-round drafts today to kind of show some yeah. of the, the differences in the depth nice. of the tournaments. And, and I think it's kind of fun um, to have a little deeper roster. Very fun. But um, two <clears throat> things. Like Hope says, th- this is also important in terms of exactly what you were just talking about, right? Like – if I it, it, last week, it's not that there weren't guys going undrafted, right? But you did have to dig a little bit, a little bit deeper. There were there were some really good ones, and I didn't get to any Jalen Waddle, and I feel like a total donkey because exactly what what you kind of outlined. It's like why? 
I like to think of it again. This is largely a best ball focused channel during the off season, right? And then we focus on some of these in season contests. And when you think about it, kind of like you outlined, and and, and the Waddle thing is a perfect example. Jalen Waddle in a matchup that pro- everybody could see the upside at least for the Dolphins, whether you liked it, disliked it, whatever. We had, we stacked it, if you recall, on our drafters team. We got 20th we or something. We got 20th, I believe, um, with a Lamar Andrews Tyreek team that was pretty pretty sexy. Uh, Debo, RIP Debo let us down. But yeah. um, we were right there. We, we, we were live. But so you get Jalen Waddle, who was – I know he got to the fourth round or whatever by the end of draft season, but let's just call him a 3-4 turn pick. And then you have uh, one of my favorite kind of not not overreaction, but Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is a perfect example of a guy you just said that gets drafted in every one of these drafts. Nobody was excited for this was a seventh, eighth, ninth round pick, depending on what uh, you know site you were drafting on. And yes, we have some new information. Hit the, sure. the target share is a little bit more defined for him, whatever. But now he gets a tough matchup where the Chiefs weren't really very good on offense against this Chargers defense, and because he's had two big games. We got to take him in every draft, but then there's guys down. I mean, Gabe Davis doesn't even get taken in every draft. I know that's injury type stuff. I mean, DK Metcalf, uh, Brandon Cooks is one that doesn't even make sense for me. Everybody loves all the like, you know, old school people love Brandon Cooks. He, all he's done is gotten 12 targets in, in each game and he's playing the Bears who suck and nobody, nobody wants to take him. Right. Oh, Elijah Moore. It's over. Elijah Moore is the Kyle Pitts of wide receivers. That's, my, that's one of my favorite points. Yeah, yeah, he's. He's cucked. He's cucked by by Garrett Wilson, right? Just like Kyle Pitts is cucked by Drake London, and the offense yep. isn't good enough to support Elijah Moore. He was a like a fifth round pick two weeks, three weeks ago, you know. Yep. And, and we 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 just write all these guys off so fast, and then we assume immediately, right? That uh, I, I love Amon Ra. I don't really have a negative thing to say about Amon Ra, but he was one of like the core plays for us la- last week because at the beginning of the week he wasn't getting drafted. Yeah. Now he has the 40 mm-hmm. burger and he's the 10th overall, 11th overall, 11th overall pick in drafts. It's like the sways are so big. And I think this format is why I'm excited about it is because there's no other format. You can take advantage of that. Right. Like even exactly. in DFS, that stuff doesn't that doesn't exist. Mm-mm. It does not at all. Like DFS, like obviously because of like there's there's the, the fact that it's salary based traditionally. But I will say like over the like the course of I'd say like last year and maybe a little bit two years ago the field was noticeably sharper where like we weren't getting these like wild swings in ownership where like before we could like project and be like oh well this guy just had a bad week so the dfs player is going to fade him that really doesn't happen in on DraftKings anymore like that the fields are very very sharp here you see it evidence like right in front of our faces there are things to take advantage of yeah, one of my favorite things, if, if anyone just is getting into this, just one of my favorite things, just to see the discrepancy, is just I just go by, I, I get my Vegas totals, I just type in the teams, and I just see who is even available. So, like, I type in the Bills, I see who's even being drafted mm, on the Bills. I like it's, it. It's just Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. Just just him. Apparently, it's only them. They're the only two people that can score the touchdowns. We saw it last week. It has to only happen again. Josh Allen does not throw to anyone else. He doesn't run it in. Nope, can't do it. Um, that, that's the first thing I noticed. I went down uh, then with the Vikings. The only people being drafted, JJ and Delvin Cook. It's like, Thielen, we were talking. It can't happen. KJ, or KJ Osborne, can't happen. Irv Smith had that drop. No one's going to play him. Kirk had – well, don't even get me started on Kirk. You know, no one's going to play him. Like, they play the Lions, people. They've I had know. two good games. They were the America's team hard knock. They're still the Lions. Let's just let's, – let's, 
people are overreacting now on like just on team records and everything. But yeah, I like to go up and down that and just see that. Like you see the Chiefs, it's only uh, Mahomes and Kelsey, only ones, none of the wide receivers, none of the running backs. So just going like that, I just go down and I identify that, and then you immediately have your points of leverage. Like it, it it's right there, and then you can just kind of mm-hmm. start drafting. And you need this. You, you do need to draft and see how they play out, because once you get in there and you're faced with, you know, Derrick Henry at pick twenty, it's like, uh, do you take him? Do you not? It's like I know in your article, it's like you didn't even like to take him, but at some point, like this guy was getting taken <laughs> in the first round. What point do you not? So yeah, it, it's just so interesting, especially when I, I when I typed in the teams and I, and I did that just to see like apparently the market only thinks they can score this way. Like Jamar Chase yeah. is the only one that can score. Uh, and then Joe Mixon, who I think is criminally undervalued this week too. So the running backs are really interesting. Um, we can talk about them for just a second before we start to start to dive in because your Dalvin point I thought was, was spot on and super interesting. I know he gets drafted, but again, I, I feel like if he had done anything in the first two weeks and he, he week one, he was good. He had more than a hundred yeah. total yards. You just didn't find the end zone because Justin Jefferson, you know, scored 90 fantasy points or whatever it was, <laughs> <laughs> but he goes 20th overall on underdog against the lions. We have been just like wash, rinse, repeat running backs, especially those who catch passes like he does, right? Get the goal line work, get the majority. You know, he's a borderline workhorse. Madison will steal a series here or there. That's a workhorse in, in modern in modern day NFL. Yeah, that's, right. That's a yeah. He's not going off the field when, when someone needs to catch passes. Like, he's going to be that guy. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only – if he gets tired, that's the only thing, right? I think we talked yeah. about yeah. that last week. It's like, it, he's human. If he gets gassed, okay, he'll come out. But other than that, he's going he's gonna to be out there. And now the like, trust me, no one loves their wide receivers more, more than me. But this is a running back, workhorse running back on a good offense. I know they look like shit against the Eagles, but a lot of people are going to look like shit against the Eagles, especially when when Kirk is playing like that. But <laughs> yep. 20, 20, 20th overall, and now we're taking Jalen Waddle again. Love Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. undrafted last week. Now we're taking him in front of Dalvin Cook against literally the number one defense in the in the NFL. This is the the Bills stuff is also really fascinating to me. Where Jalen Waddle has the big game, we're excited about the Dolphins. Nobody was fucking excited about the Dolphins really after after week one. Tyreek kind of right. Waddle had five targets or something like that in week in week one. He has the big game with a million targets in a good matchup. The Bills are not a good matchup for opposing offenses. I, I don't I don't know what more we have to see them shut down the Rams, completely embarrass the Titans, and they've been like basically only the Chiefs like over uh, you know the last year and a half have like really lit them up on on defense. They're an awesome defense, but we're chasing the Waddle points. We're chasing the Tyreek points. And I'm not saying you can't draft those guys. Like if I take digs or whatever, well, we start to think about that, but just the Waddle price going from undrafted to now he's like one of the top priorities at wide receiver in a bad matchup. Those are the things in this whole market that are like wild to me. Like what, like why, why is, uh, let's see Mike Williams just at, I know Keenan kind of came back to practice today, but Mike Williams is playing the Jags. I don't know if anybody's seen the defense for the Jags. Yes, they 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 shut down the Colts. Jags defense got lit up by Carson Wentz. They're, Justin Herbert, if he plays again, also if he plays, is going to light them up. Yep. And we're and Mike Williams again was a two three turn pick for most of the summer. And I like to go back and reference those things because you know, in when we get to week ten and we're doing this, it'll be a little bit different. But in week yeah. three, it's like honestly, what happened in those first two weeks is like ten percent. 
of the of the equation maybe it may be if that i don't i don't, I don't know it's it's a small number though mm-hmm. 100 percent. it's it's interesting to think like if the miami games were flipped right let's say they go nuclear nuclear week one yes week two they're they're muted and now they're coming into buffalo who like i'm i'm definitely like a little weary of this matchup it has a nice vegas total um it's not something that i would be like playing one way or the other 52 is high i would probably take the under um just based on that but i'm not touching that it, yeah. it it's an, it, like you said very tough matchup and for them to get this steamed is so much it, it's just so it's so obvious that this is just straight recency bias so playing these th- these drafts do get sharper as the week goes on i will say that yes. um but right now it, it's just it's so obvious like the what everyone's thinking and you can take you can really take advantage of that yeah yeah i agree like and it, this isn't to say like we all know like it, it for us to come out here and say they can't do it like tyreek can do anything like he can break the defense we're not saying that we're just what you're saying is so it, it's 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 like i love that what you said is what happens if they if we flip the weeks basically and people did it on week one versus week two the, it's just it's 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 so important to the, your quote where what have you done for me recently that is all these drafts are and, and and if you can take advantage of that and just not go on your recency bias and just understand because yeah it, it's literally what have you done for me recently Leonard Fournette he plays the Packers yes <laughs> I, I I get I get the Packers have a quote unquote good run defense I know the players that they have like I trust me I know the Packers why. <laughs> Why is he still just down there at 30? Like the Bucks have shown, they gave him 24 carries. It's everything that we wanted to. Yes, it didn't work out, but he, he he's the guy. Like that is quote unquote, there's not many true workhorse backs left in the NFL. He is the workhorse back in the NFL, yeah. if you ask me. And it's like, he's just going, it's just free. It's, and it's because of what he did last week. Like Aaron Jones, if he didn't do what he that, like he's barely pushed <laughs> up to 28. If he didn't do it, I bet he's pr- probably down by Fournette. I and mean, it's not even that big of a jump. But like, uh, I bet he's undrafted. I, be, I bet Aaron, yeah. if Aaron Jones, even if it was, so he just went nuts, right? I mean, 30 fantasy points for, <laughs> especially a running back nowadays is crazy. Yep. It's only happened three times in two weeks and nine wider, nine wide receivers have 30, 30 plus point games and three running backs do. So when you do this, it stands out even more as a running back like Aaron Jones. If he didn't do that, I, look at week one. I don't remember specifically his ADP in these contests last year, but it, it wasn't, it probably wasn't, the, or last last week, it probably wasn't super high. I guess they played on Sunday night football, so not not yeah. quite the same thing. He was free but, on but, drafters. Know, he was free yeah, so, on drafters. That's what, nobody's, because look what happened in week one. The same point about like, if we flip these things, where would Aaron Jones be going? The 30 yeah. burger, like we've forgotten week one. We, we've like the only people that have stayed high are the true superstars, right? Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, whatever. Even even like Jamar Chase, you'll see slip sometimes because he had the big week one, and then he didn't have the big week two. Now he his his floor is so is is high in terms of ADP. He's just never gonna fall because he, he's he's Jamar freaking Chase. But there are a lot of guys who when we kind of get outside of that top five or something like that, I guess now you probably have to throw Diggs into there to make it a top six. Maybe Devontae. You get outside of that. And like, I mean, shit, even Christian McCaffrey is going 12th overall. And he was the consensus 101 or 102 for, for like a really long time. And again, I'm not even saying that's right, wrong, indifferent, but they're examples. And we could like run down this whole fucking board and talk about this for like two hours about like, well, this guy was right. the 102 three weeks yep. ago and now yep. nobody, you know. And so um, I think that's just the whole point for this first, like even like six or seven weeks. 
Yeah, my my favorite example would be is if Nick Chubb was on this main slate, where would he be going? <laughs> like yeah. If Nick if Nick Chubb was here, I legitimately yeah, think we would Steelers, probably see yeah. him. If you you'd probably see him on that first screen, like you would. People right. would be like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta do Nick Chubb." So, and, and to that point, I saw I we I got a Discord chat. I mean, just to, you want to talk about just crazy, uh, Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, and McCaffrey team. So, that's just I, I people. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. These drafts have been crazy, and people are yeah. It, they, we they're, jumped they're... the shark. We have jumped <laughs> the shark. That, that is that is jumping the shark. You should not get that team, but yeah, I love it. Um, Every week we're gonna see something like that. But yeah, this is a good comment. I was looking at this as well. Uh, to 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 kind of put a bow on some of the just strategic elements. Hope brings up a really good point because you do want to. And so for for anyone just listening, uh, Hope says I do think there's a point where it's too far down the board. Because you do have to hit the, the nuts to win these. So two things about that are, are both what she's saying and a, a follow-up point. Most teams that are drafted are super teams. And so that's a part of the, the depth of the board is important. Being able to get the – right? You, reaching down the board – we talked about this last week. Reaching down the board for DJ Chark is not getting you anywhere because you, he is just – the odds of him being the guy you need – in these, in in this, right, in, in whatever best ball your fantasy football league, it can be different. The guy you need in this, look at last week. It's a little bit of an outlier week, real, week, you know, with those ceiling performances from Lamar and uh, the Dolphins guys and Amon Ra. If you don't have the thirty plus point guys, like you don't have to have the stone cold nuts all the time in every tournament but you you better be damn close in in every single tournament and probably have to have the absolute nuts depending on who it is right if, if it's if it's cooper cup and, and justin jefferson are both on the nuts you're probably you, you probably don't need it but you have to have the stone cold nuts to win this thing and there's a level where it doesn't make sense anymore to 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 be unique right because you're just cutting off your nose to spite your face you're like oh look i'm unique but yeah you just punted off five dollars you just yeah. donated you know you just, you just donated and then the other thing is about the the needing the nuts to win this which goes a little bit to what hope is saying and what and what a lot of what you guys have said but to the tyreek the uh, using the tyreek and waddle thing as an example i have drafted tyreek i think mostly on drafters so far i have drafted tyreek this week but it, it's only on the teams where i think tyreek makes sense and i try not to pay the premium because if if that guy is truly the guy you need and he gets steamed all the way up there, I'm willing to lose on chasing the guy up the board because like you said, what are the odds that any one of these guys are truly the guy you need? And then you compound the cost and you compound, he's hundred percent owned and you compound a tough matchup for, for the dolphins guys. And it's like, man, just give me AJ Brown or, or you know, just give me T Higg. You mentioned T Higgins. Give give me these guys, or I'm going to take a tight end or shit. I'll take Dalvin cook. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do those kinds of things and just try to pivot a little bit as opposed to chasing the, the, the shiny new toy up the board. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to hope's point, I'll just say that I think earlier in the week is a great time to potentially use get that unique and go down the board because the options that are down the board are eventually going to be up the board. If that makes sense. Like we have, if you look, it's T Higgins at 30, Michael Pittman at 33, Gabe Davis at 35. I mean, I like Juju. I, I, I apparently we're just done on Juju 35 Hollywood Brown. At, what is it? 81 snaps last week just done DK done. Like <laughs> it's just the wide receivers and the people down here. When I, when I do, when I do mention getting unique and straying away from ADP, just to be clear, I'm not going down here and going, all right, second round, let's time to get my, 
<laughs> Adam Thielen, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'll, I'll know when the, like the fifth and sixth round is the time to do that. But like getting these different combos right now. And I know saying that as they move up the, the, like they'll eventually, but like getting the combos of those guys, I think is more, it, it's advantageous right now. And especially when they, you will see these guys move up. Like once Gabe Davis is active and ready to go, he will not be a ADP 35. Um, I see a lot of these guys moving up, even with the running back. So I think earlier in the week is when you can maybe get your unique and kind of go down the board. And it's like, I, I'm not all, just to be clear, I'm not going down the board and just, just grabbing these scrubs just to be unique. Like I'm doing it within a, a good art, like context of my team. So Omar hits this. I know Nez, you replied to him in the, in, in the chat, but Omar asked a question. What about being too consistent in, in your takes? I would argue this isn't necessarily being too consistent in your takes. This is just about um, kind of how you're managing your your portfolio. And honestly, if if you thought T. Higgins was the absolute best pick and you're happy to go all in and lose if he doesn't if he doesn't hit. Um, actually, he did hit, by the way. So you still could have made money uh, mm-hmm. uh, last week with yeah, he wasn't. You know, he was, yeah, he he wasn't Jalen Waddle, but. Um, yep. He was still. He was still. You. You can make money with with T Higgins, but right. Omar's saying I took him every time. He's like, I don't think that that's optimal. But how do you, how do you approach that? I mean, that's up to the individual person. I do personally kind of cycle through, and I do try to look at um, what Shane said. The the uh, combinations of players that I have together, um, and overall exposures and such. Um, and now we do have uh, within Draft IQ at, at Spike Week. If you're a subscriber, you can see your exposures and player combinations and stacks and and game stacks and all that different stuff from within Draft IQ for these daily underdog contests. So obviously you have to upload them after you finish your drafts and stuff. But um, that has helped me uh, in terms of what you're uh, trying to accomplish. But I, I'm cycling through. So I, I did draft some T Higgins. I drafted far too much dj Moore, um but like dj Moore, i think dj Moore, i think was on my best team uh a lamar andrew Ty- tyreek team and it's like yeah that sucks yeah. i didn't hit the nuts but like you can still win um with kind of one of your stands and he was kind of one of my stands but it's just that that's up to each person but i think it also matters the week last week i think it made a little more sense to maybe really hone in on a couple of the undrafted guys whereas this week um I mean, if Curtis Samuel's getting drafted all the time and I don't know, let's scroll a little bit. And uh, you mentioned Thielen and Elijah Moore and Chris Olave with his 300 air yards like the, all these <laughs> are, are not getting drafted. MVS, I, I'm, I'm not I'm going to draft some some MVS on on Mahomes teams. That's... You know, it's like little stuff like that. I, I'll probably have more late round guys this week. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I have MVS is one of my highest exposed wide receivers right now in these dailies. It's just. Uh, everyone's you know he hasn't done anything and it's just i'm i i understand what travis kelsey can do but yeah it's if if mvs gets that long play then i'm looking it's looking good so yeah it's just perfect interesting slate there's just a lot of a lot of nice game environments here that you can kind of like find your way around and tell yourself Mm -hmm. stories for so oh dang (laughs) i don't i don't want to sit here with that i don't want to sit here with that we were we talked we talked for a little too long we can we can hop in we can hop in a regular uh because that'll fill fast obviously um and there it goes um yeah if we have to stick to these that's that's totally fine but uh have you guys done any of the the uh what is it goal line stand i wish they would stick to the same the same name because then i'll Uh, i'll I'll remember it they switched so the week one they had the hail mary single entry then they switched the hail mary um last week to like a multi-entry it was like that 25 dollars like 60 something and then they finally they they heard us and we were like hey we want at least one single entry out there 
and they they switched the single entry to the fifty dollars, and then they moved the twenty five dollar to the goal line stand. I know that's hard to follow, but they just switched the <laughs> they switched the names of the contests back to the original thing, and then added a new one. Um, yeah, if they're so. if they're listening, I think it would be kind of cool to have a five dollar twelve twelve person lobby. Um, yeah. I think people are yeah. like a little spooked by this twelve. It's twelve person twelve a twelve person lobby. It's so much randomness and luck kind of associated with that so you kind if you get if you get a bad draw if you feel like you got a bad draw then like you're like oh dang i just wasted money and i don't feel like pumping in 25 dollars over and over five dollar 12 person lobby i think would be a hit i would be i would be very into that um totally agree me, it's it's much it's just much more fun to just bang these out because they're they yep. go so fast and they're so fun my uh my also like big belief in best ball i love I'm not going to say anything negative about best ball mania or any of these other tournaments or whatever, but like in terms of the fun factor for the community as a whole, I mean, look at what happens with the puppies and the, whatever, the, whatever the uh, other one was that would fill in like the two hours that they did. The no rate. Palm, yeah, the yeah. Palm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the people love those lower stakes ones because it gives anyone, no matter your bankroll, the ability to draft a bunch of teams. Exactly. And I feel, and I feel the same way about these, these, weekly tournaments i know it caps a little bit of how big they can get but i still think it's for the better right now at least definitely, definitely. i think it's right. funny yeah. what we were talking about uh recency bias yes Diggs goes one tyreek so um I, i'm gonna make a pitch for travis kelsey i i was gonna say i like travis kelsey a lot it's either him or allen there for me I, i'm yeah. open to yeah. either net it, Ness, oh, i'm taking a bunch of kelsey i love kelsey take, take, taking a bunch of them yeah, and I like, like Allen as well, but I'm not sure that you know. I I think that there's there, like like a, like we were saying before we got in here. I like the game environments here, and you can kind of still find your way around quarterback if you don't get Josh Allen. It's kind of like the if he's if he's the guy you need, that's that that's fine. But I also think if he's the guy you need as a first round pick, you know, or a one two turn pick or whatever, there's still ways. Like if he puts up 50 or something, yes, of course it's different, but if he puts up 35, if he's the highest scoring quarterback, but somebody like if he puts up 35 or on the clock, we can talk about it again. We can, I mean, well now we can take him. If, <laughs> if, if you want to, we can pair JT McCaffrey, AJ Brown. Nez, what do you think? Um, Man, I feel like Jonathan Taylor is probably the smartest pick to make here. Um, I can do it. But we, yeah. You want to talk about like the way that markets have shifted. This was the consensus 101, 102. And now because everyone's come to realize that wide receivers can, can put up 30 burgers way easier than running backs now, he's getting suppressed. But Jonathan Taylor's profile, there is no – like unbelievably safe floor with an unbelievable ceiling and the ability to crack off a 12 fantasy point play, like at the drop of a hat, he, he is just head and shoulders, the best running back play this week. He also yeah, played even, even a with ton. The, even with this matchup. He still played a ton last They're They're losing. They didn't score. <laughs> they're losing all, 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 all game. Naheem Hines caught three passes in the first, like whatever, 10 plays or something like that. And even though they're getting curb stomped, JT was out there getting the ball, not doing anything, but getting the ball. And so if they can just, this is another thing. It, we're done with the Colts. 
right? Michael Pittman went nuts in week one. JT went nuts in week one. But now we're they, they had a bad week two, of course. Michael Pittman was hurt. Alec Pierce was hurt. You know, Matt Ryan's not good enough. Like, he's not great anyway. He's certainly not good enough to, I, I mean, uh, shout out Ashton Doolin. He had a fun week. But, like, Ashton Doolin, Paris Campbell didn't catch a pass. Yeah, like, Paris man. Campbell, like, it was, it was bad for the Colts last week. Mm-hmm. If they get these guys back, they're going to give up a bunch of points. There's all the opportunity in the world. And like you said, JT is a, is a home run hitter, and he doesn't even also have to hit home runs. Who is to say they don't get down there? And, he, you know, he has 80 rushing yards, but two or three touchdowns. And right. that, yeah. if he scores two touchdowns, that just might be it at running back for the, for the week because it's, it's really been that low scoring so far. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I think it's a for everything you guys stated. The thing that I think gets interesting here is – So we're going to be possibly sitting there with Mahomes, which would be the logical choice, and I would like it. But I think since I've seen I was inverted, have like three stacks of that already, and probably everyone has so many. I think this is when we have to be – get our different – like very – like I don't know. You got to get unique and take your stand here when you you have a stack that's going to be this chalky. Yeah. I'm totally, I'm totally cool with that. And I don't know um, what the direction is. It's just, yes. I know, I know I would immediately be thinking, okay, gal- not, not galaxy brain, but just kind of, what do I want to do? Yeah. So it would be Mahomes for sure here. I mean, I'm open to Mahomes. Um, I, I, I was, I was going to pitch your boy Dalvin. I don't think a lot of people that draft these kinds of teams are going to take a JT Dalvin type of type of situation. And uh, trust me, I understand that the wide receivers are crushing, but it was also a two running back team that took it down in week one. In week one, and exactly we just, like, forgotten yep. about that. Yeah, and it's um, Del- are you yeah. guys and cool with that? Yeah, for yeah, sure. mm-hmm. okay. yeah. I think you can do Dalvin first. Yeah, I mean, like like we were just stating, the the quarterback pool is much. It's deeper than last week. We don't just have Lamar and then Kyle. We don't even. No one even talks about Kyler Murray. He's dead. The only thing he can do is just <laughs> yeah. run around apparently within their little horizontal raid. So I, I I know they play the Rams, but the Rams. Don't look to. I mean, I don't. I I know they're a top defense, but they they didn't seem to be that way against the Bills. Uh, the Falcons still did. I mean, if the Falcons can put up almost that, beat them. Yeah, they almost do beat that. Him. I mean, exactly what your hot take was, where you you, you put out there like my, they're going to stay with them, and it's like if the Falcons can do that, you would think that it, that, it, that the Cardinals can do it. Like, I don't know. Falcons are interesting, man. I I don't know. I love them. I, I can't help it, man. I really yep. like the Falcons. It's so weird. I'm going to be hitting their mic. They, they were significant underdogs. Okay, nice. We get Mahomes yeah, here. That that's, was a great, that's great. That was a great, great play. Little, little zero wide out start. I love it. Um, I I can't help it, man. Anytime the Falcons are big dogs this year, I'm probably going to take them. They just seem like they're, they're in there. They've got like a very interesting offense. And if we can just get Kyle Pitts going – you know, like I feel like that only yep. helps the rest of the the weapons there because the way that I mean, we knew Drake London is who he was, and and he's I I, I I'm just, I just love the weapons they got there. They're they're, they're I, a pretty fun team. I, I think, think Mariota is under yeah. is very underrated. London wasn't underrated like from a draft uh, process. Obviously, he he went extremely high in the NFL draft, but I kind of think his impact paired with with Kyle Pitts. CPAT's a pretty good football, a pretty good football player too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not like, you know, they're not like totally lacking all, all weapons. I, I kind of think they're similar to not this year's 
um, because they're they're much better this year. Last year's Lions, like even when like down the stretch, it was like they had only Swift and Amon Ra. People were like, God, the Lions stink. And they they weren't very good. But it was like they're just punchy enough to like yes. hang in there with these teams. You know, they should have beat the Saints. They could have beat the Rams. They could be 2-0 right now, like with mm-hmm. very little different <laughs> happening in, in their the Eagles. two games. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, who they, who do they they beat someone last year too? It was a gigantic upset. I forget who it was. Whenever they they won, um, dang it, that's gonna that's gonna bother me. I just brought the line. The well, I, are you, the the Lions or the Falcons? Lions last year. The, the Lions um, beat the Cardinals. It was that's what it was. It was. <laughs> they beat the shit out of the Cardinals. I stacked yeah. the Cardinals. I stacked the Cardinals at the DK live at the DK live final. I brought it back with Amon Ra. Amon Ra is going nuts, and I'm just sitting there like twiddling my fingers, like, okay, Kyler, like, well, uh, you know, you're down by 21 to the Lions. Are we going to start scoring some fucking fantasy points or what? Nope, nope. They they lost by like 30 to the Lions. Yeah, beautiful, be- be- beautiful scenario. Um, I think we have an so- obvious stack, although we have so we have JT. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. do I? That, that's that's. I didn't think about that. We we. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could do Pittman, but I don't know how you. I don't really like the JT and Pittman. I don't. I prefer not. I I think yeah. we really want to give the JT like wins the slate exactly for yep. the team. Yeah, I, um, I think it's viable, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I mean, we're I, just I talking we're, about Hollywood. I, I kind of like going off the board with two wide receivers here. Um, okay. two undrafted guys. I don't really have a, a strong preference on who who that is, but um, do you guys have any favorite guys? I'm okay with Juju if you if you like just yeah. as an option. I think that I, I like we've we've kind of talked about the like the way that te- teams' tendencies are, and it seems like the Chiefs are going scorched earth if they can. Like I think that oh, this yeah. is a team that does not that, against the um the the Colts, I don't think they're going to take their foot off the gas if they get up. So I'm kind of, you know, looking at teams like that, 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 that are just looking that even if they get up, you're not really too worried unless it's the bills who are just embarrassing professional teams and taking and pulling <laughs> yeah. all starters by the third quarter. Like you do not see that. You don't see it was that. A NFL, game. Man. It was a preseason game. It was a preseason game. It, it against the team that won un- the AFC, they won the AFC last year. The Titans were the they fucking the one seed, <laughs> and they got curb stomped. So I- I'll make a pitch for Gabe Davis, and then I also think there's like some kind of like leverage points, right? AJ Brown goes really high, but Devonta Smith is That's... is undrafted. We talked about um, uh, Elijah a little bit. Um, a game is probably my choice. I feel like he in, in this build, we really need like touchdown upside, and I think Gabe. Gabe has a very he he has that he has that that build for sure and and I think Gabe's gonna play but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you I kind of like doing this getting to the end right we take like even like we have a fairly popular pairing right Kelsey JT Mahomes we just go all in that game with Juju and it's like Mahomes is doing for Mahomes is doing what what uh, Tua did last week, right? Mm-hmm. And those guys are the guy you need. Maybe JT punches in two or three touchdowns, and we're good. Then it's like okay, other people are going to have that, right? We're not the only we're not, we're not the only people that stack the Chiefs. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you how how do, how do you find your way above those teams? It is the undrafted, you know, getting some kind of undrafted guys and the questionable guys. Right, no one's mm-hmm. Gabe Davis is probably has the highest fantasy point game out of all these guys. Him and JT have the highest fantasy point games, you know, from a ceiling single game perspective out of all of them. 
and he goes undrafted. So take him. If he doesn't play, we can pivot to you just pivot to the next undrafted guy, you know, in your in your rankings and swap him in. He's yeah. he's there, there's very there's not a ton of guys that who have the Q tag, like in my opinion, that will skyrocket if there's positive like like I think where P- Pittman is already kind of being taken as if he's gonna play. I don't yeah. think if we get good Pittman news, he's going to skyrocket. If we get good Gabe Davis news, I think he's going to fly up boards because people are now like obsessed with it's like it's be, it's best ball mania and battle royale streets now. And uh, <laughs> I, I think we could see a Gabe Davis just rocket up draft boards. So early on, early in the week, I'm trying to take a ton of da- Davis late. I can see him being in the winning lineup with like a late Jonathan Taylor somehow. You know, it's just. It's easy to yep. see how these winners are won. It's through like value getting getting through and in, in, in the drafts a lot of the time. Definitely, Travis asked a good question. He was in the draft with us and says he was setting up a Raiders stack, but then Lamar, Lamar which makes are you makes serious? You, which which makes you feel really stupid when you do these drafts. And this happens all the time, and it's so yeah. tilting. It's like, well, I wanted to stack Mahomes, and then you know Jalen Hurts and Lamar are there in the last round, and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? Uh, How do I do this? Like, I, yeah, like I could I, I could have taken you know whatever uh, uh, AJ Brown <laughs> instead of instead of Brandon cooks on this team like i literally just punted off five dollars but he says um would you just take the naked lamar or stick stick to the stack what do you guys think i would take i would take it in in a a terms of if you're building your portfolio even if you're not i would take lamar like lamar lamar is going to give you that upside i mean he did it he showed you last week yeah i'm pretty sure he's in the winning winning lineup and got outscored by tua but he's lamar and i know i think people i think he i just saw he had an elbow injury so that's why maybe he's falling yeah but i like, think that's what it is uh, is that news I, blurb i thought i also saw harbaugh say he's playing next week but he did like, i'm not worried about that yeah, but yeah, i think I, that might have been the only thing that did it lamar is so, i mean you don't you don't really you don't need to harp on lamar i mean he just has no, such an odd yeah. like he just has such a unique blend of, of a high floor high ceiling guy that just makes so much sense in these where like if another quarterback gets home like lamar doesn't necessarily bury you if he doesn't match that by 10 points i in in my opinion or or maybe that is in these contests the difference makers but yeah i think you absolutely go lamar there and if it's you know if you are maybe maybe you maybe you love the raiders this week right and this you this was your first or second draft just go hop back in a lobby because Derek carr is going to be there in the last round every time just just, just go for it again very good point point. and i think it would be one thing if um, bad example because he does kind of fall and he's he's hurt or whatever, but if Herbert falls right or let's let's say it was last week, and you and you were setting up some stack and Derek Carr who was drafted in every single draft was one of the high, was like one of the highest projected quarterbacks last week because we didn't have all none of these guys were on this everybody that we're talking about besides Lamar was not on the the main slate. If it's like I was setting up my Viking stack and Derek Carr was there and he's my top projected quarterback, like stick to the Vikings in that in that scenario. Derek Carr is not Derek Carr can get propelled by the stack, but Derek Carr's not going to go out and win you the week like with his legs. When it's Lamar, maybe maybe hurts. Jo- certainly Josh, obviously Josh Allen's never going to be there in this thing. But if if you if Josh Allen in some draft for some reason falls to the two three turn right. And you took cup and you were like, maybe I wanted to do the Rams or I wanted to do this or that. Like just fucking take, just take the Josh Allen value run with it. Cause you, you, you're not going to get that much Josh Allen into your portfolio. So just take Mm -hmm. it, run with it. Same thing with Lamar. And then, like you said, 
take your next $5 and go get your Raiders stack or go get your whatever Viking stack. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely take that advice to heart. I think it it goes back to a point that you made during like best ball draft season, Eric, when you were talking about like the non quantifiable skill of drafting, like Mm. that is something like that is a gift that fell in your lap. You need, you need to take that and, and, and just, and just hit hit it again. If there's, if there's a stack that, that you want, because that is, you, you cannot pass that, that 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 that's insane. I can't believe he fell in the last round. I don't know. I know. How long, makes, but I'm going to see it, that on my own. Yeah, it really pisses me off now. But um, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because I actually think as as best ball and everything gets smarter and it's getting smarter at like a, a freakishly rapid rapid pace and and yeah. so are these so are these contests too. Um, and we'll see later in the year, you know, when the casuals don't feel like losing anymore and it's just a bunch of the, the good sick fish, you know, out there drafting against each other, we won't have quite as crazy of, of ADPs and stuff. And the ability to on the fly, create good teams, no matter the room you're in and create kind of the best team you can create in that room is like so powerful and not sticking to like, here are my rankings. Here's the player I like, right? It's like you said, when Lamar falls to you, just fuck it. I don't, I don't even really love Lamar this week, like relative to the other quarterbacks. But if he, mm-hmm. if that happened to me, I would just take Lamar in the sixth round and, and be happy and move on to the next draft. And I think people, people just, just tell me who to take. People want just tell me who to yeah. take or, you know, give me the rankings and, and all that stuff's important. But I think the biggest skill, especially in these, because they go really fast, even in yeah. best ball, it's like at least I got a few minutes to wait, yeah. you know, and figure this out in this. It's like, dude, you got like one minute between picks. And if you can <laughs> if if you can't like think on your feet, then um, you, you are going to be at a little bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, 100 percent. Like they go, um, they, they go pretty fast drafters should we do it should we do a, a, a drafters draft we, we had more success on drafters yeah that, i would like, really uh, like to see what the drafters lobbies have been like i haven't entered the drafters yet and i want to see if they are kind of going through the same motions as underdog is where it's just all the guy it's just literally sorted by points scored in week in week two i would have had a i would have won my uh whatever it was called the winner takes all except i i read when i when it when the lap or when the app lagged, um, uh, I told Nez, it was actually me switching from LTE to Wi-Fi, and then it switched to a Wi-Fi that apparently I wasn't mine. So it wasn't working, and I set up the uh, Lamar. I already had – I had Diggs, A.J. Brown, and Jefferson. So, And then all of a sudden, I was going to go Lamar, and I already had – so I already had Andrews too. I was going to go Lamar and Tyree Kill, and I lagged out, and I got Herbert, which wasn't bad, but I didn't have, you know, Lamar's week. Um, I did it all, and I would have won that. 22 winner take all that's kind of you know it sucks but but you know wi-fi yeah if anyone's drafting make sure you're either you have your wi-fi off or you're not switching because it, it's happened quite a bit on these dailies well i can uh you guys can attest to it and i can certainly attest to it that both of the times we've tried to start this show my audio has has uh, cut out i either unplug my mic like an idiot with i talk with my hands and shit and that you know yeah. we, we, we hit chords and do stupid stuff so i can appreciate the uh the uh, technical difficulties. I was just going to pull up while we're waiting for uh, a few people. If you are watching, we, we need four to get to, to fill the $5.55 draft on drafters. Um, a, I think we talked about this. I really like the drafter swap uh fun- functionality is really nice they did a really good yeah, job it's, it's, with it's that. a thing of beauty I'm, it's yeah. like my favorite thing that they do it's, it's so nice it's, <laughs> it's 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 really really nice and then 
Um, it does, you know, the underdog ones will fill really, really fast. It can take a, a smidge to fill the $5 um, and certainly like the $50 on, on drafters, especially <laughs> it's only Wednesday, you know, <laughs> some people still haven't even recovered from week two and we're drafting week three, but yeah. Um, so I, I got, I got a, I got five teams in on drafters. They do have a $1. This is another thing I love about drafters. They'll all like, you want to come in and just dabble around and kind of learn the ropes and all that. There's a dollar you draft for a dollar, you know, like come in, they, they That's had a beautiful. $2, they had a $2 best ball tournament. They're really, um, you know, appealing to uh, every, every customer, including the, including the casuals. So I was going to try to pull up a, a, maybe a couple of these teams. Here's the first one, a Kyle, uh, Kyler Hollywood team with cup, J- cup, JT, Kelsey, and AJ Brown. <laughs> on it yes and lenny lenny i i and i took uh my guy brandon cooks i literally took my highest projected player brandon cooks who i don't really like the draft because i was like i'm taking my highest fucking projection here because i this is like the stone cold nuts like how do you get jt cooper cup kelsey and aj brown and honestly lenny on the same team too and then obviously have the the arizona stack with with cooper cup that, that is, is insane. Yeah. <laughs> that well, is a monster. Well, this is one monster. of your teams. I don't even know if I want to see your other teams. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't, I don't remember them. I don't like uh, so I'm definitely very in on on Oh, here's here's another one. You see Derrick That's Henry crazy. on this, right? Derrick Henry was my second to last was my second to last pick, right? So these are these are eight round eight round drafts and I fucking hate Derrick Henry. Nobody hates Derrick Henry more than me. I never draft him in best ball, right? Certainly, it's a PPR site. I don't like him. But you get to the 7th round and I'm just sitting there. You have to draft two running backs. That's the thing. On on drafters, you have to draft yep. two running backs. And I'm like, I don't have a second running back. It's like Derrick Henry or CEH. <laughs> like I'm fucking taking Derrick, you know, I'm taking Derrick yeah. Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, you're, you're we, getting... we, I was talking about this earlier too. Or like, obviously, like it, it's it's the best to fade Derrick Henry. It just feel, especially like last <laughs> week, that just is like oh. that, that that was such that was such a good rush. Even though yes. it was on a small slate, that was that was that, that, that that's what you love. Hate to be a hater, but man, that that it feels <laughs> so good. But this is a, th- this environment. I feel like he he can he can burn you against the against the Raiders potentially. Yeah, like in but... drafts last in drafts last week. I don't know how many of the. Um drafts you did uh you know for that that uh, slate last week the monday slate which is really really fun um yeah. i love that they're pairing the the obviously that was a the a monday night double header but i love that they're kind of using that and being like hmm, that was that so cool re- that worked really well on monday night and the single gamers especially if it were tomorrow the Steel- steelers browns single game slate is not something i'm very interested oh, in God. so um, inducing. It's, yeah horrible it's, it's not it's not really any better adding broncos niners but it's at least right. it's at least it's at least a little bit better it, yeah uh but so anyway derrick henry on that slate like you said, fading him is like massive leverage. Like literally draft a bunch of teams, never take him because he's a first round pick. And it's only because there's only two games. But you do it in oh shit, it filled. Nice. Uh but you do it here and he falls to the seventh round the seventh round in five person drafts. You know, yeah, like, like it, it, it's kind of crazy. There's not that many running backs to pick, and everybody needs two. And he goes off as the 14th running back or whatever. That's a little bit rid- ridiculous. Yeah, man. man. We are we th- th- it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I I last week just anecdotally full faded Henry out, out of like 40, 40 entries, 32% digs. Feeling great, and I, uh, I, I still lost money, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't have. I was too light on Hertz. Was was the problem? Uh, I, I know. I had. I had, I had Hertz. You're telling I was, me. I was, I was too light. 
Um, I was uh, 75% on the boy that threw the three picks. So Ooh, <laughs> uh, I buddy. had all of the drugs. And then we won't even get onto my uh, my galaxy brain. Oh, there, and even when he got the, the garbage time work of Hassan Haskins. Yeah, I that just was went fun. All, that was exciting. I went all in on Hassan. I'm like, it's, I'm going to fade Derrick Henry. He's not going to do it. And Hassan Haskins is going to be Dontrell Hilliard because he can catch. That's what yep. I'm telling. I'm telling myself all this. I'm like, I'm hyping myself up. I'm clicking them, and then the game comes, and I'm just like, well, this that sucks. Was really, let's, let's get the Vikings cool. on. And then I was like, this sucks even worse. <laughs> yeah, it was garbage time, but it was really cool to to see Tannehill and and and, uh, and Henry out of there and get to see a little bit of Willis and and Haskins. I was surprised Definitely. that Vrabel did that, but that was that was exciting as as, as a fan. I was I was really I, I got really bummed out whenever uh, Willis fumbled there on that one rush because I I wanted to see more of them. That was that was fun. that was Haskins TD <laughs> drive, man. <laughs> was gonna get that td vulture okay. uh, i think it's uh, cup gotta be cup right yeah, yeah. it's cup we 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 love digs digs is sexier but it's cup man he's just uh, he's, i was hoping he's, they he's went cup one so we could get jefferson but you know i'm not you can't, can't be magic <laughs> cooper cup at all. that's that's it's i, I do feel like I, we all love digs we love Devonte or or whatever those two, especially on a full ppr site is just like a fucking cheat code getting one of the top top two picks or i mean you, you saw some of the drafts that, mm-hmm. that I have people take quarterbacks and stuff. Like I, I was in one earlier that started like Alan Lamar or something like that with the one Oh one, one Oh two. And I mean, there goes not, not again, not, not that people shouldn't take Alan one Oh three, whatever, if you prefer that, but like, sure. It's only five. There's only five people in this. Only five quarterbacks are going to, are going to get taken. Like one. I'm, I'm not giving up the superstar wide receiver for Josh Allen. I, I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. So I probably won't have him in on drafters. Yeah, unless he falls, you know, and he gives you that that like you're talking about. But yeah, when 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 you yeah. can only take one quarterback, you're not you're you're not passing up these wide receivers. Like you see it in the Discord, like everyone knows or that we know that these guys are going to put up have a ceiling and a floor higher than the the gap. Like you can get these quarterbacks throughout that mid round. So yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. I, I was would wondering say five six five six turns probably the only way I, I would take them and, and and if I could stack them with digs. If that's you can get digs, Herbert, yep. yep. Um, have people been taking Herbert like early or do they normally wait on him? Because he's I think second in there. projections, so that's just interesting. Yeah. I bet I bet he gets passed over by yeah. everybody. Yeah. He doesn't he did. doesn't he hasn't even he's not being drafted. Like like I know we say people aren't being drafted. He literally is not being drafted. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm putting I'm putting Kelsey in the queue. And AJ Brown is also a tier break for me. So I would be open to to either of those. I don't know if you want to do AJ since we did Kelsey or you just want to go. What with other Kelsey, yeah, I, yeah. So we 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 really are. Yeah, yeah. I agree what, with you. I forgot they throw in that I don't obviously want Debo against Denver, I don't think, even though it is uh, yeah, I, I think AJ Brown. Yeah, I don't know. Because like, if you I miss like on Kelsey, then we do have Andrews if getting an elite tight end is like yep. super, super important to you in this build. And I like and the elite not, tight end. It, I, 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 really I like it. Yeah. Elite, yeah. But but I do think we to me it's there's four guys that I'm that I'm cool with. And it's these these stuff, obviously the typical elite tight ends. And technically Kittle is on <laughs> is on is on this slate. Um You're right. he did he did come back to practice today. I think it was like you know very limited or whatever. But again, you can swap we can take him in the last round. If he doesn't play, we can swap we can swap him out. So I, I really, really like Kelsey. I'm gonna draft plenty of Kelsey. I showed two of my teams they both have him but right. um, i'm so i'm down for, i'm totally down for andrews we can wait but i'm not sure there's anybody here that i have to have see i guess cmc and These jt are, both. are crazy cmc and jt are both there which i didn't, didn't even realize because they're not at the top um, 
Oh man, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him in there. I think it's probably these three guys. It's gonna. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's between these. It, it's three. it's yeah. Do you have a tie break or between? It's either it's um, either CMC maybe, or Andrews. Let's take CMC. Like let's let let's say this is the week CMC gets back. We're on full PPR. Like if he's getting back, like this team, you, you just you just want it. And that seems like a that seems like an overreaction in itself for CMC in the third. Like I get I get the, I mean I'm on Ross St. Brown over AJ Brown, Kelsey and CMC and Taylor. Wow, I don't yep, know if I yeah. can do it. I don't know if I can do that. I, I I it's human nature to be scared about CMC. Um, but you know it's we know it's it's the fact that he's still he especially on this site he has like a forty point game in his bag. Like that's that you don't He's, you don't you don't get that very often. I mean, it it I feel like CMC at this price, it work it, it's like best ball when we're talking about like your next year this guy is going to be at this pick, but now we can do it slate by slate for weeks. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you take that thought process, like you're never going to get like uh, one of the greatest things that I heard was the 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 Chiefs pass catcher after Patrick Mahomes, the wide receiver. We're never yeah. going to get the wide receiver one like. If when if Christian McCaffrey goes off, he's going to be a first round pick next week. So it's mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. hilarious. Like yeah, yeah, you can do that. You can do about. you can do that on a week to week basis, like you do like you do for your overall best ball. Like this guy's going to move up in next round, so I'm going to take him here because that's that's kind of like how, how I like to draft. So, um, okay, back back on the clock. Um, so we don't my, need to my, take a quarterback because uh, he well, has yeah, yeah, maybe on the way back. Yeah. On the way yeah, back, we yeah. do. Yep. Um, I don't particularly love in these running backs. You mentioned Mixon, who I do like, though. Um, wide receiver is just such a flat tier. Would you guys have a preference here? No, maybe even if you scroll down, I don't even know if there's it was maybe Higgins. There. Higgins was the one standing out to me, I guess. Okay, and it's like, yeah, I could it's go. Not with a, it's, it's not a mu it's just to the people there. There's no one screaming at me. It's like this yeah. wide open tier, right, of wide receivers where it's super, just super flat. Pittman, and Mike Williams, Sutton, Gabe, McLaurin, Kirk, London, Judy, you know, then, Marquise Brown. Yeah, by and then by doing that, where you're basically you're betting against those first round pick. You know what I mean? Like you're hoping that then that that other team isn't getting that that those chase teams aren't hopefully getting there because you have Higgins. So. I do I think, think I would like to lock up Hertz here yeah, just because um, there's only one guy that doesn't have the quarterback, which is also kind of crazy to me. That uh, Yeah, he could double tap like Hertz and Goddard or something. Yeah. So yeah. I think you got to just like just, yep. just do it, you know, lock that in. And so we're not losing break. anything. Yeah, we're not losing. That's the, 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 the reason why we talk through the quarterback thing and the Josh Allen thing is like the, what you lose by taking Josh Allen is like significant. We, we couldn't even find anybody for our fourth round pick that we were like infatuated with. Right. You know, we were all just like, yeah, anybody could have thrown out a name. We would have been like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know. All right, that, yeah. Yeah. Good. Anybody. Anybody with conviction, please. God. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why <laughs> yeah. I was like, who? Who do you guys like here? And it's, like, yeah. It's just like, well, Higgins can be. Yeah. Higgins can be that. People again. <laughs> people are writing off the Bengals like they're just done. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and one one thing I wanted to say yeah. is uh, when you were talking about earlier on Twitter, and you're like, oh, I just need to stay off Twitter. We all just might need to take that uh, Joe Burrow approach and just basically delete all of it and you don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden you're just like, I know my target shares. I don't need to see your threads over and over again. I don't need to see this <laughs> over and over again. Like, uh, the, because yeah, it, it's, it's just regurgitated info over and over again. And then people freaking out about Kyle Pitts. Yep.
Um, this is a great point by by Silas. CMC has been been bad. A he also had 100 yards rushing last week, so like yep. his fantasy points have been bad, which is Silas's Silas's point. He just he hasn't scored touchdowns. He hasn't caught a, a ton of balls because they haven't been in any sort of script where that matters. I'm not expecting that necessarily. We all have the same concerns with Baker and and the Dunce coaches, blah blah blah. But the one time once it happens, like Shane said, it's you're never gonna get him here again. I'm not, I have no idea if it's this week. It's not a particularly awesome matchup, whatever. But the dude can catch 10 balls in any week. And on this site, with the way running back is right now, if CMC is even remotely CMC, like you just want him at this cost, he's probably going to be in the optimal if he's like even remotely close to old CMC. Yeah. Especially on drafters. Like on drafters, especially, he gets a supercharge. I will say two things here, real quick, as we were like waiting. I, I missed DeAndre Swift. If, if I, I probably would have like, been like take take him round four potentially here because i think yeah, yeah i don't i don't know if he was like buried in projections i honestly didn't even i, I didn't see him i don't know i, I, must uh, have not I didn't see and him i would have liked Pittman here um i thought i think that would have been nice because he you can just pick you can swap him for whoever but Ooh. any preferences i, I kind of like mike thomas um, I know that this is he, a really gross game environment, but he he's running super hot right now, and I I just I I, I just I, I I'm a big Mike Thomas guy. I think yes, John, he feels safe. John, uh, John, and he's in that same that same game um, right with with, with, CMC, with, with CMC. So if you do get a little bit of of juice out of that game that we're maybe not expecting, because said John's in the chat talking about Kamara who um, was back to a limited practice today. Um, I'm a little more on the the MT side than the Kamara. Um, we can talk about that in a minute, but we do need a running back. I guess we can do Kamara, but I, I don't know that I want to do it with um, the running backs. Pretty deep here still. Henry, what do you think about Aaron Jones? Is is, is Tampa Bay still like a run? Like I feel like they're they're there were they were a run funnel at one point, and um, Aaron Jones got got that quintessential Aaron Jones usage. That would be like my my take here. What do you think, Shane? Yeah, I can't argue it. I, I do like – I like CPAT too. I know that's weird and gross, but, I mean, Aaron Jones over like CPAT. Like over CPAT most likely. Uh, it's just – that backfield <coughs> – excuse me. That backfield is so tough. I mean, it, it, it can it, – you can literally see it going any way either week. Like I, I told Nez when he was like, I feel like I'm going to go with Dylan all on these slates. Right. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. I can see it being an Aaron Jones night where he's just flashing his sunglasses, <laughs> doing his chain. Because when they want to give Aaron Jones the ball, they'll give him the ball. And when Rodgers wants to get him the ball, he'll get him the ball. So it's like yeah. – it's, He it's, still looks great. It, yeah, not a bad pick at all. It's just like that – it's just so tough t- for me with that with those two backs because they're just – yeah. Oh, gosh. I didn't realize that all three of these tight ends were here. That's still. hilarious. Did nobody take a tight end? I forget what call it. Yeah. So, oh, so there goes Waller. So we'll see. Uh, we'll get our, we'll, we'll be the last team to take a tight end. We'll see. If, yeah. I wonder I if he, he'll take he might even pass up on pits. People, people hate Kyle. Pitts and then right that's now. a, yeah, that's that a great pick sweet. not to do CPAT. So then we're not locked. Two, <laughs> well, you can swap. Two Falcons. Which, yeah. Yeah. It, we're not. Yeah. So last week on the main slate, I had a bunch of Kamara. Um, and I had to make a decision and it was, shouldn't have been, it was Daryl Henderson. Cause I already had so much Leonard Fournette and so, and I had so little Henderson and he's popping up all over. Um, and yeah, I go, I get Henderson and he lays that nice goose egg or what? Well, I swapped him though. I fell for that. 
So one, one, one question is, do, do you, we, you want to go Kittle and give ourselves the, the swap option here? Or do you just flat out prefer one of these other guys? Hawk, Higby, Goddard. I, I might I might say Goddard for the for the Hertz like just if double, Hertz goes just double just, stack. Yeah. It. Yeah. If Hertz goes off. Yeah. I I think I think with the option that the swap gives you, I might sure. go Kittle and then wait. I I, yeah, I might yeah, I don't know. But mm-hmm. it's like I kinda I kinda think so. Yeah. It's it's definitely tough, but I do think you know <laughs> Not to not not to uh, uh, stomp on Trey Lance's grave, but um, with Jimmy with Jimmy in there, um, the Broncos are like a quality defense. But I'm not sure they're somebody that like I fear for George Kittle sure. if healthy. And I just think Goddard is like kind of awesome. Like he's a really awesome football player. I'm not sure he's ever going to put up that week where you're like shit i lost because i didn't play good you know i didn't have dallas goddard and kittle right. might only do it once or twice but he's probably gonna do it you know when healthy and so i just kind of lean there again with if they were both healthy i think i might just say ah, yeah maybe let's just double stack it and just bet in go, go in on the eagles you know hurts mm-hmm. throws four or five touchdowns but with the swap option i think that kind of just pushes me to kittle a little bit yep yeah 100 percent. right move Man, um, so anyway, team. to to recap the team, I I also lo- just love the deeper the deeper drafts on drafters getting into you know these conversations about Michael Thomas about T Higgins. John mentioned um, Kamara, who I, I don't have a problem with Kamara by by any stretch, but I do think there's something about uh, you know what they've done kind of with Jameis in town and Ingram in town, and a they're a little bit pass heavier, but not to the running backs. I just think Kamara is not the same old Kamara, whereas CMC is still doing everything the same old CMC. They just suck. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it, it, they're just really bad. And I think the Saints, might also, offense. <laughs> the, Saint, the Saints might also be really bad, but I'm not sure that Kamara is going to be the same old school Kamara from a usage perspective. Could be wrong, but that's kind of my general, general take. Um, yeah, I'm okay with being a week late on Kamara is my take right now and how I'm I don't, playing it. Yes, versus CMC. I do not want to be a week late on CMC. If I miss no. Kamara, I can I can live to to move on to week four. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Any in, anything before we get out of here? Two two fun drafts. If you have not signed up for either of those, my my housekeeping. If you have not signed up for Underdog, which you probably have, promo code Spike, hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred dollars on drafters. Same deposit bonus, same promo code. Promo code Spike, get a free hundred dollars um, if you deposit a hundred. Um, you guys did a show earlier today. What else? What else is on tap this week? Oh, more, more streams, more streams waiting yeah. for, uh, and more drafts waiting yeah. for, uh, there, there's a ton of stuff going outside my window right now. I don't know if you guys can hear it, <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, no, just, just streaming, hammering out drafts, man, and, uh, staying active in the discord. So if you're not in there, the battle Royale channel and the spike week discord has been awesome and a really nice place to kind of flesh out some ideas. And we had hope in there. She was in the comments, big winner, uh, and, and DraftKings yeah. and in the battle Royale streets. So get in there chop it up with us it's a lot of fun yeah yeah we 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 stream every day we me and nez and uh, uh J- john warner in the chat we we just literally chat in the discord so we figured we'd just stream it so we do that over at our brad roach channel um we we do it for all we're gonna be doing it for all sports but also i just want to plug uh if you if you are interested and even if you're not the pennant stream that we did last week was uh, fantastic. Uh, I learned more than I even thought I could uh, <laughs> from Chris uh, baseball on Twitter and in the, uh, in the discord, 
he broke down things and made me basically evaluate all of my teams that I've drafted. And I've kind of just pivoted a different way. Um, there's looking to be a lot of overlay in the pennant. So, I mean, you could come scoop that. Uh, we're we're going to, I think we're going to plan for at least one to two more streams of just going through those drafting. Um, so we got that. Um, I got team breakdowns coming. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, plug Just plug in that baseball stuff because right now it looks to be, it is 13% full and I think we're, uh, it closes on October 7th. So so, I mean, I know it normally does just start jamming packed, but with all of this dailies and everything going on, like it could be overlooked. Like people really do not like baseball. So, and I get it, I but, um, but yeah, that could be a fun thing. And, and, and what we have in there, the free tools and everything that, that is in a discord and Chris has, it's, it's, uh, it's great. It'll make, it'll make, if you'd have known nothing about, about baseball, give it an hour, kind of look over that sheet, listen to our stream. You'll come out feeling like a million bucks ready to tackle these drafts. So. Totally agree. One of one of the, the best streams and uh, one of my favorite sweats. I think we talked about this before too. The playoff, any any sport, I don't care. The playoff yeah. sweat um, in these best ball drafts is 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 unmatched, and I will definitely be participating in that overlay. I will probably be putting in money, but contributing to everybody else's. Because uh, I'm certainly not a baseball expert. I'm just going to draft the Cardinals. <laughs> you know, you let's go. just let's just root for my let's just root for my team. Um, there you go. I'll see. I will see you guys tomorrow. I'm sure you will see these guys tomorrow, and we'll be back next week, hopefully with a little more money in our pocket. See ya.